You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Oh, don't suffer for your art chat. Various artists with Francis and Liam. Over the past few years, artist Chevron Hassett has become well-known as a photographer. But this evening, Artspace is opening his show Far, Far Away, which explores his interests in sculpture and installation. Hassett is exhibiting a new sculptural work that continues his exploration of urban indigeneity, led by the spirit for Nongatanga. Autobiographical in nature, Chevron's work embeds community, whānau and whakapapa as essential to the artist and the artwork. Chevron was born in Lower Hutt, but has recently moved to Tamaki. Yesterday, we caught up to chat about the show that opens this evening. I started by asking him what the work is that he's exhibiting. Yes, I have um, a solo show opening up at Art Space called Far, Far Away. It's a solo exhibition, um, and the artwork essentially is a sculpture. Um, it's quite a large sculpture. Um, and yes, I'm quite excited about it, I guess. It's um, a mixture of this made, made things and really made and it's something quite uh, different than, I guess, most people presume with my practice. I'm quite uh, excited about it, to be honest. Are you allowed to tell us what the sculpture might look like or some of the materials that are used in it? There's a mixture, I guess, of like customary sort of uh, traditional practice, like vocado mixed, but uh, I've kind of done it more in a contemporary way, essentially, and using sort of uh, materials that kind of come from I guess my memory and, and growing up in a city type of environment. So I'm using some materials, I guess, that are really familiar to people, like uh, clothing, um, some like uh, domestic type materials, but then also um, casting stuff in concrete. So it's quite um, a different sculpture. It's quite it's quite large. It's about like two meters high. I think about like four meters wide or something like that. Maybe even bigger. But yeah, it's a mixture of kind of ready-made things and a mixture of new things. So I can kind of say like that. I guess we'll have to come to the opening uh, and find out exactly what's in there. But um, what about the title of the exhibition, Far, Far Away? It just really captured my attention. How did you land on that title? Yeah, the title, I guess, is an adoption of something that was said to me when I was young, like from, from my father. I guess when I was a, a teenager, I was getting uh, into some mischief, and essentially he asked, do I want to go far, far away? And that was kind of his code word for like going to jail, I guess, or going to prison. And so it kind of came from this sort of moment I had with my father when I was like about 16 or 17. And he kind of just affirmed it, like, do I want to go that sort of path? And then so it came, the, the title kind of comes out of that sort of moment in my memory. But it's also, yeah, switching some of an optimistic sort of weird thing too, like thinking about, the work also, like, you know, thinking a lot about, I guess, my existence and my mortality and then thinking about um, my whakapapa and how that might extend forward into the future and thinking about, I guess, death in a way is far, far away. There's a lot of kind of meanings behind it, but also it's kind of, it's got a nice ring to it, so it kind of stuck in thinking of a title. How would you say that moments with your dad impacted your art practice or des- decision to pursue a creative practice? I don't I don't think it necessarily did in, in the moment, you know, like I don't think it did at all, but I think that practice, me like trying to pursue an art practice is part of that um, intention with myself to stay on a more positive path essentially with my, my life and it's become 
And I said, that's a long time ago since he said that, so my my way of thinking has changed. But at that time as a teenager and kind of the way, you know, growing up in sort of my environment, I felt like um, the option of going to prison was quite quite achievable. So, like, you know, using art as a way to direct my path and change my way of living and life. It's, it's changed that path, essentially. What did the process look like in the lead-up to exhibiting this work? I guess another way of phrasing that question is what does your creative practice look like in the studio space? Yeah, I have uh, so full-time in the studio. Um, a lot of my previous projects and practice that I've done over the last, uh, say, five years or so is normally um, out and about in, in in the world, so like making stuff like AG, like a mural or a project with communities. And the last year or so, I've been really more influenced trying to stay in the studio practice. Um, at the moment, yeah, I'm just working on bodies of work. A lot is a lot of trying to figure out how to make things because I'm trying to yeah, develop my more like practical and creating skills and making sculptures. For so this this work in particular, it kind of spawned about four years ago, five years ago. It came from a memory before then, but. The, the original foundations of wanting to make the work, the sketches and trying to figure out how to do it came from a residency I did about four years ago. It's quite a, a clean sort of work, like really um, refined, but it's quite complex at the same time. So it took a lot, a lot of thinking, a lot of working through, a lot of critique with um, my like, friends and peers and then yeah, trying to figure out how to put this thing together. Without giving too much away to listeners about what... Oh, yeah. what the work looks like, I know that there's objects of the home of the domestic and the everyday um, that are reflected in the work. What is it about the domestic or the everyday that begs response in you as an artist? A lot of it comes from nostalgia. Um, a lot of it comes from the experience of being Māori and growing up in that urban setting. I think that's something where I draw a lot of strength from and trying to um, use, that, use those memories and use that sort of cultural upbringing in a city or in a urban setting to, to reflect how I might view the world and try to get space for people from similar walks of life to connect to, but then also to offer this opportunity for people from different walks of life to experience maybe uh, different views and ways of seeing the world. I view something very iconic, like very iconic, sort of a staple that most people probably grew up with, and I've mixed that with something quite colonial, uh, quite a large symbol of, I guess, yeah, the colonial sort of influence. So it's a, it's a mixture of those sort of things. It's yeah, showing what it was like growing up in that sort of setting. Most homes should have this item. It's quite, yeah, it's very iconic. And I think a lot of people will have um, nostalgia on it. And I think a lot of people have memories of hanging, hanging on it and swinging on it. I guess if I could give it a little hint. There's a little hint for listeners, but they'll still have to turn up to find out uh, find out what it is. You, yeah. you touched on this just before, being Māori and growing up in an urban setting. The phrase urban indigeneity seems to float around your work and resonate and land with it. What exactly does that phrase urban indigeneity mean to you? It's just my existence. I, I know that it's, I guess it's a, it's a non-Māori terminology of the way of like if classing yourself, um, I don't yes. want it to be seen as a sort of a, a label that um, boxes someone in. But I guess at, the, at this time, that's the only way um, I can kind of express that uniqueness within an art practice. I didn't really acknowledge or view that being Māori and being in the city and that was such a abstract thing to to non like Māori. I guess you know society-wise now it's kind of normal. 
but I guess I know that his verbal context is quite it's quite unique. It's not something forced, it's just, it's kind of come naturally over time and just coming from a lot of, I guess, more life and personal experiences outside of art, they've kind of, yeah, affirmed it. Um, and I think it's something cool, like something um, beautiful to be proud of. I think that originally there's a lot of whakama for many Māori or many uh, indigenous or you know, people growing up in the city that they feel disconnected or they feel not full enough there's still pride in growing up in that space and you can just do who you are in that space. It doesn't dilute you. I, I want to touch on something that you mentioned there about this experience already being part of you, not something that you necessarily recognised as an experience until you started thinking about it through an art practice. And I know that the, the spirit of Whanaungatanga is really central to your work and wanted to ask if, if that's something that you have to consciously bring into your work or is that something um, that's already a part of you that just seeps into it naturally? Um, yeah, so... It is both in the sense of the Fenomenataga and the sense of, I guess, that, that Māori identity. I didn't actually know I was a Māori artist until someone wrote about it and said I was. And then also the sense of Fenomenataga, like people highlighted this idea of like I'm always working with communities from a background from in projects. I didn't even view it in that way. I was just doing what seemed normal and what seemed like the right thing to do. And this, you know, in my early sort of 20s, I was doing a lot of sort of youth and community work and I was uh, translating into a lot of like public murals and public artworks and working with youth from my high school and and kind of the region that I grew up in. It wasn't an intentional thing with my practice at all. It was just, there was a space of need, essentially. And I naturally fit in that space. And I thought it was important that if I could give some time to my community in, in a way any sort of way possible, it's a good thing. And it just happened to be a lot of art projects at the time. But now, like, for like the, and you asked me, is it something that I try to include in my projects? It's changed now because I don't live in my community where I grew up in. Yes. So there, is a, there is a sense of longing and this to my hometown. But, you know, I actively try my best to get engaged in projects back there and try my best to also engage in projects back in, um, back in the homelands too of, like, where my iwi are from. So, so I guess now when I'm away from home, I try to have that intention with my work, but not so much in the location that I'm living now in South Auckland. Um, I haven't really engaged at all the community here because I just got here. Is it a space that you see your practice developing as you uh, commit to spending time in South Auckland? I'm not going to force it. Like, you know, like I'm, um, I definitely will be keen to get involved in stuff with uh, other art makers and other communities and just also like projects yeah in general but I understand like you know it's not my space to to push anything like I can only come on in a kind of more just another person sort of thing you know I'm never gonna try push anything here in a way that I'm leading it or anything if you understand what I'm trying Mm, to say you know like one thing though that like it's really um what I'm really excited about like living here in Auckland um and particularly South Auckland is the large sort of Polynesian uh, community or like Pacific community, I guess, in, um, in Māori community. So, you know, um, it's like the largest sort of demographic, demographic of that in the world is like here in Auckland. So there's a lot of uh, things for me to learn about and for me to experience and just kind of ways of living and waiting, ways of living in an urban setting here as well. It's kind of cool to see a lot of brown people, to be honest. Um, 
and it's 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 good that um there's a lot of uh, communities here from different different nations that do a lot of cool stuff and just have a lot of they have a big sense of like knowing a tongue it's mm. in their everyday life and it's cool to see can we talk about the arts foundation springboard which i understand you were one of the um, recipients of last year and through that you've been mentored by brett graham can you explain yeah. for listeners about who who brett is and what he does and what your working relationship has looked like. I met Brett in Gisborne uh, a few years ago at some Wananga over there. And luckily I was able to receive the Springboard Award um, last year. Um, it's positive because uh, you're able to get, I guess, some food here to help support your practice and you have a mentor. Um, the, working rela- uh, the mental relationship with Brett, the main thing that um, I can say that was beneficial for it is just giving... I guess clarity and like confidence on ideas or or critiquing ideas. Uh, I've never really had much older sort of relationships in that way, where someone can critique me from experience. I think those are the main sort of things that kind of influenced me, and I was really keen on um, moving to, to sculpture and more physical works. And he's um, quite a you know in the New Zealand context, in the New Zealand art and like in the international sort of art context, he's quite a big artist and has a good history. And yeah, he's just able to just help out in a lot of little ways too, like giving um, the right direction to go somewhere to get the set of materials, all these sort of things that come with an art practice that are kind of mundane but really um, important for making work. It's more uh, building confidence mm. of ideas, learning how to go through like a process of ideas and just pretty much asking for a thumbs up if it looks good, if it's on the right path. Is there anything you're looking forward to in particular uh, about the opening yeah, like I uh, hope, I guess some of the public can come. Some people that are from Auckland can come and visit the work. Um, hopefully, people can you know, gain gain sort of a connection with the work and give me their critique on the work. You know, it's something quite different for me, and it's kind of a statement piece, I guess. Yeah, just people come visit the show, celebrate the project, and um, allow the work to do most of the talking for me. But yeah, it's exciting. It's cool. I'm grateful for the opportunity out of space to have a solo exhibition here in Auckland. Yeah, I hope there's more to come. That was artist Chevron Hassett.